third hour of the show begins right now. Back at 105.5 The Roar. Jeff, you know I got all kinds of love for Iva. I'm not a star. Give me, give me some star. I'll go down to Iva. Driving down to uh, Calhoun Falls somewhere. I mean, come on. Let's go. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. That's just like one of the first things that popped out. It's three letters. It's easy for me to remember, so it just popped out. I don't mean any harm by it. One of my no. best friends lives in Iva. You're from Iva, aren't you? No. Okay. Or, or is it Star? Or I don't know. Have I ever told you, I, th- I know that I have, but I'm going to tell you again, about the lady jumping me in, in a Walmart line one time because I had said something similar to what we did about Iva, but I'd said it about Belton. Did you really? A few years back. Oh, I would have done the same thing. I'm glad she did. What did she do? A friend of mine, uh, a, a mutual friend, was with that couple, and walk, they're in the line behind me, and he introduces me to them, I believe is how it went. And the husband, like, yeah, you know, introduces himself. The lady, of all people, goes, you're that you're that idiot on the radio yeah. making fun of Belton. Yes, he is. Like, I don't even listen to radio, ma'am. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that guy's a moron. Yes, he is. <laughs> yeah, it's very awkward. That is funny. But we were both in a Walmart, so I guess that makes us equals. <laughs> <laughs> I got mad love for Iva. Also, mad love for this text ninety six fifteen sixty six. Tammy and Seneca. Do you not think the Clemson-Florida State game is too late in the season for the loser to get in? And that's a good question. And my immediate reaction was no, because November 11th is only four days later than Clemson's loss last year at home to Pittsburgh. But it's hard to compare those two games outside of the closeness of the dates because you, you, you lost to Pittsburgh, still won the division, and then went on to win the ACC. What we're talking about here would be the loser of that game not winning the division, that being the only loss for that losing squad that night in Death Valley. And I got to believe it's a night game. And, and then still making the college football playoff after that loss. So I I think it's an interesting point. Basically, in my estimation, Tammy, it comes down to having – you can't lose any other game. And – given the opponents that both Clemson and Florida State play this year. Think about it like this. If Clemson went 11-1, and let's say the, the Pittsburgh game happens again. You lose at NC State this year. You go 11-1, and but you beat Florida State in November. Because you beat Florida State, NC State loses more than one conference game, so there's no tiebreakers needed. You, you survive and advance there. You advance the ACC championship game against top 15 Miami, and you win that game. Clemson, I think, would go as the ACC champs with its brand, with one loss, right. you would you would go to the college football playoff. We would be talking at that point about a Florida State team whose only loss came at Clemson. It probably was not blown out there. At the same time, the Knowles would have beaten Florida and Alabama to start the season. I would challenge you to find another resume in the country that would rival that of Florida State's at that point in time. Now, some of their other games is Cupcake City. But having lost on the road at the defending national champs that are going back to the college football playoff and then having beaten Bama and Florida, which is going to be a contender again in the SEC East, and they've won it the last two years, you book in your schedule with SEC wins. I, 
I think you could make a real case at that point in time of the ACC getting two teams into the college football playoff and a non-ACC champion making the college football playoff. Now, what do you need on top of that? Well, you need the other Power Five leagues to kind of muck it up too. You know, you, you would need another Power Five conference to not go to the playoff, right? Right. So I'm looking at the Big 12. You know, what happens there? Or do you have another two-loss champion emerge out of the Big Ten or SEC? So you, you would need some other things to happen. But resume-wise, I think Florida State would be right there with just about anybody. You know, part of that thought process, that uh, that line of thinking is based off of the way that the when everything was based off of polls and computerized polls. You know, when you lost, you got you got penalized pretty good. In the committee voted on playoff system that we have now, it doesn't feel like losing the time of the year that you lose matters maybe as much as it used to. And we, I don't know that we have a large enough body of work just yet, but I'm just thinking back that last year, you know, Michigan loses to Ohio State and drops like a spot. Maybe they, maybe they dropped two spots. I mean, they, were, they were still in playoff contention, right? Because the game, the game came in double overtime. Um, and there were some other, there were some other situations like that. I can't think of specifics right now, but I know that that happened several times last year with us arguing. Wait, wait a minute, that team, that team you know, just lost and they move up a spot. There were some strange things like that. So maybe, maybe the time of the year doesn't matter quite as much as it used to in the, in the old BCS days. And the other thing is, remember there's always seems to be that upset weekend where every year, every, yeah, where just craziness ensues. You know, exactly when that was last year, uh, Last year, probably more upsets on the day Clemson lost to Pittsburgh than any other. Clemson, in, in Washington, teams. and Michigan all lost. Just crazy, crazy stuff that day. So there's always that, too. Your point on the committee mm-hmm. is a valid one. And, I, and it may not always help your favorite team, but it feels like that they're going to get it right more than the old BCS used to get it right. Because, and what you're talking about here is anytime you lose a game in the old system, you were penalized tremendously more times than not. But if the game came late, it was like there's no bounce back ability whatsoever. There's there's no way we right. can allow this team to, to still have a chance to reach the final two at that point, the old BCS championship game. And now you've got a room full of people that don't all agree and see the same thing, you know, that we see, which is not a bad thing, but you've got enough differing opinions to where if you've got a loss late, it's close, it's against a decent team, the committee sometimes on occasion is going to give you the benefit of the doubt. Now, last year, Clemson's loss came against Pittsburgh. You really didn't fall that much because the other two teams that were right there with you in, in Michigan and Washington also lost. So that assisted there. But in the old BCS system, if you lose to Pittsburgh at home the way in which you did that late in the season – you probably fall out to number nine or number 10, even with the other teams losing, you know? I mean, it would just, you you, you would drop uh, like the stock market back before the Great Depression. That still seems so un- unbelievable. You had three 9-0 teams last year all lose within about three hours of each other. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it made all of us here feel so much better. Remember, you, yeah. 
I, I was at the Pittsburgh game, and you kind of leave there thinking, oh, my God, they narrowly got past NC State. They get finally upset against Pittsburgh. You barely beat Troy earlier in the year. They finally got you, and it's going to cost you the national championship. You know, Dabo at the end of the game, you know, you can't believe it. They lost. And everybody was freaking out. I mean, everybody. And then all of a sudden, well, wait a second. SC's beating Washington. Well, Washington's going to lose. And then Michigan's going to lose too. And then, oh, well, wait a second. That, that loss really didn't matter. I mean, like in the span of three hours, it came full circle. Yeah, you went from, uh, you lost that game and you went from number two to number four in the rankings. <laughs> so still a college football playoff team at that job. Yeah. I, I'm just looking at it right now. Uh, week 10, Alabama, Clemson, Michigan, Washington. Week 11, Alabama, Ohio State, Michigan, Clemson. You picked and, a good and, time and you, to lose. You, yeah. You picked you a did. really good time to lose. Sure did. So, again, that late in the year, according to the texture and the text that came in several minutes back, do you not think the Clemson-Florida State game is too late in the year for the loser to get in? I, no, I, I, I don't. But I think what we're talking about here is, and, and, and look, we, we play this game every single offseason. Well, what's it going to take for a conference to get two teams in? Well, it takes a lot of things. It, it takes a wacky weekend like what we saw last year and the weekend that we're talking about when Pittsburgh came in here and upset the Tigers. It takes another Power 5 league or two to eliminate itself. And then it takes two special teams, not as in special teams that will you know, operate in the kicking game, but two special seasons by two brands in one league and in all actuality probably one division where the combined number of losses between the two is probably one with the loss occurring between the two within the division. So you need you need kind of all those things to happen and then maybe a, a little shucking and jiving late to still make it occur after the conference championship game weekend. Relevant to to our two teams from a conference getting in conversation and when you lose, looking through these uh, through the rankings last year, I remember you know, week eleven, Louisville is sitting there nine and one, ranked fifth in the college football playoff. If they went out, the 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 feeling was that they might be in the play. Did you might have had two in last year? Right. The problem is they didn't win another game. <laughs> yeah. So they didn't win out. They they lost out. <laughs> Yeah, that makes but, sense. But I mean they would have been sitting there uh they'd have been sitting there at eleven and one and uh, with the and Lamar Washington, Jackson. Yeah, with Lamar Jackson, Washington would have had to leapfrog them at some point. Which they should have, but I'm not sure the committee would have done that last year. Keep in mind too, like all these what ifs, they haven't happened yet. That's right, they haven't. They haven't happened yet. Text line coming in nine eight six fifteen sixty six. Uh, Chad and Simpsonville, Roy Clemson probably should have lost at least two regular season games last year with Watson at quarterback. Got to think two or more losses are coming with no Watson and uncertainty at quarterback. Uh, Chad, it feels like you sent us that text every single day. Again, I get the premise. We'll see. And I also point out the tougher games, for the most part, are at home. Maybe that helps balance that out. Maybe it doesn't. It, it, it's what makes this season so freaking compelling to see who you are. Are you Alabama? Or are you are, are you Auburn? Or are you somewhere in between? Maybe you're not as good as Bama, but you don't fall off the way that Auburn did after it won a national championship and then played in another national championship game. We'll find out. Defense is going to have to carry him. Quarterbacks will work in progress. Maybe the offense will be the first part of the season, too. We'll see. I, that 
that that text from Chad just that just blows my mind. Well, I mean, but I mean that we've gotten that from him the last couple of days, and okay. I, I like reading it because I like getting your reaction. I like seeing your facial expression. I mean, uh, that's happened. You go back over just about every national champion. By the way, national champion. Just thought I would remind you of that. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, that, that that's what I was needing from you right yeah. there. That's Florida, what I was looking Florida for. State probably should have lost some games. Right. Alabama should have lost some games. And yeah. all right, whatever. You know what? There's no there's no probably should have lost games column on the win loss. Well, think about this though. Now, I, I just playing devil's advocate for a moment. Troy game was very competitive, and none of us liked it. NC State game was very competitive, and they should have lost that. True. Had you lost early in the season, would you have lost to Pittsburgh? I, I don't know. I'm not smart enough to tell you. Matt Canada's game plan was so great. Maybe you don't. Yeah, or you know, maybe, maybe you still do lose to Pittsburgh. I, I don't know. How did Clemson bounce back after the Pittsburgh loss? Uh, 56-7, 31-0, South Carolina, Ohio State, Bama, the victims in that final three-game winning streak. Next question. Thank you, De- Coach. <laughs> All right, so let's do this. We, we've talked enough about that, and it's kind of fun to play that game. Uh, in this segment, we'll still fill your phone calls on it. We threatened to wrap up the depth chart discussion with special teams, and, and so I want to do that here to close out the show because that could be a critical component for Clemson to have any kind of chance to go to the playoff. 654 Roar, squeezing a couple of calls before we do that. Phil is up next. Hey, Phil. Uh, hey, how you doing? Doing well. Um, I was you you were talking about the Big Ten had a lot of options. Just did it? Have they not taken a little bit of a black eye with uh, Michigan State getting drilled and then Ohio State getting drilled? Or are they their perception still okay? I know if it probably been the ACC, they uh, they would have probably been all over that. But uh, since it was them, they probably like to forget about that. But the fact is, it did happen. Yeah, it did. I, I would say this, and it's an interesting discussion. The, the Big Ten had built up some brand equity with the Buckeyes winning the national championship some three years ago. They, they haven't been as good since, but I think that helps their cause. And then Harbaugh, Phil, I, I, I think a lot of us just look at that guy and we say, well, he's a really good coach and Michigan we know is going to be a contender. So we kind of pencil them in as one of college football's elite programs. And we kind of do the same thing with Urban Meyer and, and Ohio State. And unfortunately, we kind of give everybody a free pass with those two schools. And then sometimes with Penn State, sometimes with Wisconsin, we do it. Uh, They built up enough to where they can, you know, more than tread water given what's happened the last two playoffs. But it would help to not get shut out the way that they have in this year's playoff if a Big Ten team makes it. Yes, I I, I just... uh... You know, they mentioned it, ESPN mentioned it, but I, um, I was just curious what you thought about that. And I, um, I'm really kind of curious. I, I missed your Bentley discussion, but, you know, my point on that is he, he's got 11 other games to worry about. He probably needs to, uh, worry about the 11 ahead of that. And they, their season might be over by the time he gets to Clemson anyway. That's usually what happens to him. But, um, that's all I got to say about that. Have a good day. Phil, thank you. You as well. Have a great day. We mentioned Bentley back in the first segment. 
taking the mature road today here on this show. And we just kind of breeze right over it. Hey, this is what he said. This is our reaction. They still won the national championship. It's still 56-7. to seven. I can beat the dead horse as long as you want me to, but I don't think you want me to today. And that was it. I had a very mature conversation about all of it. Again, we have no place for maturity here on this show. <laughs> and, and, and as close as that game really was last year between Clemson and South Carolina, you think about it, we really should be mentioning South Carolina, according to Jake Bentley, in this conversation. I mean, South Carolina, Alabama. The playoff conversation? Yeah, South oh. Carolina, Alabama, certainly. I mean, when you're that close last year, you got your quarterback returning. Why wouldn't you? Roy, he could – I'm going to go on a limb and say he's going to double his yardage in that contest next year. In case you missed it, Bentley said, quote, speaking of the Clemson-South Carolina game, we just didn't play well that week. It's our big quote going into this year. We felt we got outworked, so never again. Except our, for the South Florida bowl game. Right. After that – we're not going to get outworked. So our big thing is never again we will be outworked. Never again will we be outcompeted in a game like that. It all stems from that game because at the end of that game, everyone knew that they were not that much better than us or better than us at all. Really just lit a fire in everybody since that week. Everyone has worked harder and wanted it more. Let me read that one more time just to allow it to sink in if that's the game you want to play today. Quote, we just didn't play well that week. That's our big quote going into this year. We felt we got outworked, so never again. So our big thing is never again we will be outworked. Never again will we be outcompeted in in a game like that. It all stems from that game because at the end of that game, everyone knew that they were not that much better than us or better than us at all. It really just lit a fire in everybody since that week. Everyone has worked harder and wanted it more. 56 to 7, the final score. A yardage advantage of over 400 yards in the single biggest win for an ACC school over an SEC program. We step aside. Hour three, more of your calls coming up. Complete Nutrition just released the most effective weight loss product we've ever created. Plus, it comes with a free 21-day step-by-step program to follow, and we guarantee you success. If you lose more than 21 pounds in the first 21 days, see Complete Nutrition to adjust your plan. Healthy weight loss should not exceed a couple of pounds per week. Find Complete Nutrition in Greenville on Woodruff Road, in Spartanburg on East Blackstock Road, and in Anderson across from the Harbor Inn on North Main. It's always a good time to look and feel good. At Rooster's Men's Grooming Center, you can count on a team that will make you feel your absolute best. The many services provided will keep you coming back for more. Come by for anything from a close shave and professional haircut to a seven-step facial shave. Fellas, treat yourself. You deserve it. Don't have enough time on your hands for the full service? Ask us about our express cut. Call 864-884-8920 to make your appointment. Memorial Day sale at Simmons Mattress Outlet is starting a week early so you can enjoy your holiday and still save on a new mattress. Beginning Friday, May 19th through Memorial Day weekend, save up to 50% on select Beautyrest and Serta mattresses. Take an extra 10% off our lowest sale price on every in-stock mattress, even those not on sale. And at Simmons Mattress Outlet, the box spring is still free. May 19th through the 29th at Simmons Mattress Outlet in Seneca. Located in the old Walmart across from Chick-fil-A. 
Looking for delicious and innovative food in downtown Clemson? The Blue Heron Restaurant and Sushi Bar is the answer. Fresh house-cut steaks and seafood and free-range poultry are just a few of the menu items that define the Blue Heron. And specials like two for Tuesday. Buy one roll and get the second half price. The finest steaks and fresh seafood at the Blue Heron, College Avenue, Clemson. Visit our website at blueheronfood.com. If you or a loved one is struggling with drug or alcohol addiction, call Addiction Recovery now at 864-520-5126. Our trained addiction specialists are available 24-7, and all calls are free and confidential. Your insurance may cover 100% of all costs, so call now. We work with top accredited facilities across the country for any kind of addiction and age group. So let Addiction Recovery now find the best option to fit your needs. Call now at 864-520-5126. See young men and women compete during the state finals rodeo at T. Ed Garrison Arena, May 25th through the 27th. Action in a number of categories, including team roping, bull riding, barrel racing, and pole bending. Adults $12, students with ID 8, and free for 5 and under. Save $2 buying advanced tickets at Boot Barn and Easley, Grady's Outdoors in Anderson, or Rabbit Box Feet Store in Central. Sponsored by Boot Barn and Cooper Motor Company. A small business owner asked me recently, why should I use you? My answer kind of surprised him. I'm not sure you should because I don't know what you need yet. Turns out this business owner felt helpless and alone in trying to deal with insurance and employee benefits. Our clients know we are in their corner fighting and everything we do is designed to make your life easier. In fact, One client said about one of my people, I wish there was a way to nominate you for being the best employee I have ever dealt with in any industry. Are you feeling lost and alone when it comes to insurance and employee benefits? You don't need to be. Call us 467-8738 and let us know how we can help you. I'm Guy, the insurance guy, and what we do is simple. We make health insurance easier. Midday means three great hours of sports talk. It's the Roy Philpot Show on 105.5 The Roar. I find him mildly attractive when he's obnoxious and arrogant like this. And now back to Roy and Ben. Third hour of the show continues. Ben Millsett, Roy Philpott, back at 105.5. The Roar, as we went out to that last break. Kickoff time has been announced. The network has been announced for the Tigers' season opener against Kent State. Ben, in your ideal upper management radio super engineer world, what is the best time for kickoff for you this year? For this game in particular. For, I'm, I'm sorry, I was distracted. For what game? Kent State at number seven, Clemson. Opening weekend, kickoff time, and network has been announced. What say ye? Oh, that's got one o'clock written all over it. Noon kick on ESPN. (laughs) We'll see you bright and early with the Tiger pregame show, 6 a.m. Breakfast Uh, with Scott and Kelly. That's right. Uh, That's right. ESPN, the ACC, announcing several nationally televised games that opening weekend. We'll give you the details on that coming up in this segment. 654-ROAR, the magic number. Chris joins us next on the Northland Communication phone lines. Hey, Chris. 
Hey, how you doing, Roy? Very good. Uh, nice game. Um, with Kyrie Springs ankled up, but the last game, you think he'd be able to help him get past? Be be healthy, able able enough to get past uh, Boston tonight. Well. He was at shoot-around this morning, game five tonight, back at TD Garden. And he looked like there was uh, that ankle was okay. So, I, you know, I, it's hard to understand what to expect in this series. Part of me believes Boston can extend it one more, but part of me also thinks LeBron knows that the rest is needed before Golden State a week from today in game one of the NBA Finals. I, I like Cleveland tonight probably to close it out. Okay, I got one more question. What do, you, what do you think about uh, Tyron Lue's comments about Boston is harder to guard? And I'll take it off air. Oh, Chris, we love you, buddy. Uh, we love you. Can I answer that one first? Yes. About as foolish as the Jake Bentley comments. Yeah. I, I think some of what the great tactician had to say was <laughs> great tactician. Was, was taken out of context. <laughs> um. Do they have bulletin board material in the NBA? They do. Do you still have that? Yeah, and and, and Cleveland's got something coming. I I, I think. Uh, the more I think about <laughs> trying to deal with Kevin Durant in that in, in the NBA Finals, it, it's he's going to be a handful, and he's very motivated to win his first ring. Obviously, for those that missed it briefly, before we give you these kickoff times, Tyron Lou was asked, uh, "What is it like to defend Boston?" And <laughs> Tyron Lua doesn't know because he hasn't defended right. Boston. <laughs> yeah, I, I, he kind of gave you that blank expression again when I think he, he started to answer it. Defend what? <laughs> he basically said that it's harder to defend Boston's offense because of all the sets and plays that Brad Stevens runs. And he said it's more difficult to defend that than what Golden State does. And, and so the headline... On ESPN.com earlier today uh, was that Tyron Lue thinks it's harder to defend Boston than Golden State. And, and so, you know, some of that is getting taken out of context, but it, it's not a good look. Yeah, here's the headline. Lue, colon, Celtics tougher to defend than Warriors. I mean, honestly, I understand the premise. This is what he said directly. I don't even think about Golden State. We're focused on Boston, the stuff they're running. It's harder to defend than Golden State's offense for me as far as the actions and all the running around and all the guys who are making all the plays. So it's a totally different thing. Like they hit the post, Golden State runs splits and all that stuff, but these guys are running all kinds of, you know, and he drops an S-bomb there. They're still running all kinds of stuff, man. And Brad's got them moving and cutting and playing with pace and everybody's a threat. It's tough. You know it's tough. Well, how tough is it going to be to defend Curry, Thompson, Durant, and Green jacking up all those those trays when they, the majority of them go in? And then JaVale McGee is like all of a sudden this you know guy that can give you 20 and 10 at any given moment. And Andre Iguodala does his thing as a one-time finals MVP. I mean, really? That's what you're going to put out there right now? Great tactician. I, I think you're somewhat off base. Golden State's going to mop the floor with Cleveland in the NBA Finals. That's what I honestly am starting to believe. 
They're the only franchise in the history of the NBA's postseason to go to the finals undefeated at 12 and 0. They haven't lost a single game. I mean, you probably count on one hand the number of quarters they've lost mm. in these playoffs. So, Ben, your thoughts? Oh, uh, well, you know. From the 404, my goal in life is to have a job like Lou. Yeah, we all should be so fortunate. <laughs> but, man, he pressed those buttons last year in the finals. He's so much better than David Blatt. Oh, Tyron Lou, the great tactician forcing the suspension of Draymond Green and launching himself into the backboard to reject the shot to assist LeBron James in Game 7 on the road. Please. Dude, you are this close. And I'm holding my index finger and thumb about a half millimeter apart. You are this close for being exposed as the fraud that you are, says Allen Iverson, Roy Philpott, and everybody else with a basketball pulse. I have a similar amount of love and respect for Lou as you do. However, he still has a world championship ring over your beloved Golden State Warriors, Roy. I will remind you of that. You know, Golden State, the best team in the history of basketball last year, that blew a 3-1 to one lead. That team. We'll see. I, I'm ready for the finals. I, I'm ready. I'm, I'm going to be watching tonight, and, and I, I'm – Pulling like heck for the Celtics, for my Boston Celtics. I, I am amused, though, at Tyron Lue referencing defense and the fact that he has no clue how to defend Boston. And I do I tend to agree with you that if he, can't, if he can't defend Boston, then, oh, gosh, the finals are going to be rough. Well, I mean, Ben, we've tried to point out the problems that a Brad Stevens coach team bring to the table, right? You, you get this. I mean, this is this is the reason he went from Butler mm-hmm. to Boston and not BC or Boston University, the Boston Celtics. He's pretty smart. Yeah, and I do. I, I agree with you that it was taken a little out of context. I think he was trying to pay Brad Stevens a, a tremendous compliment in his comments. Because he's right, Brad Stevens is a great coach. He's taking he's taken a he's taken a bunch of you know pretty decent players and has made it to the Eastern Conference Finals and and even won a game in Cleveland. He's I mean I don't like Boston, but you better watch out for him in the coming years. Can I give you the opening weekend of college football and the newly Please. announced kickoff schedule? Can, can I bring you back down to earth? Please. With this? this is hot off the press. Just released. First off, from the ACC, Mike Finn sends us the following note. The ACC and ESPN announced six nationally televised 2017 college football games. Kent State at Clemson, noon ESPN, Saturday, September 2nd. NC State, South Carolina, 3 o'clock ESPN, right after the noon tilt here in Tigertown. Interesting. I just assumed that was the Thursday night game. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's that's typically how they do it. Not this year. Florida State, Bama, ABC, eight o'clock. No, no surprise there. I mean that that game is just dripping with storylines and playoff stuff. It's just good. Sunday, September third, West Virginia, Virginia Tech, ABC, seven thirty. That game will be played in Landover, Maryland. That's an interesting contest, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I would favor the Mountaineers there. Monday, Labor Day night, Tennessee, Georgia Tech, ESPN. Also the Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta, 8 o'clock kick. Butch Jones. <laughs> Butch. 
What's, what's he going to do this year? What are they going to do up there? I don't know what they're going to do. What are they going to do? I would really like to call a Tennessee game this year just to meet him and just, just to connect. I would really like that. Boy, I'm rooting for that. I, I would like I that. I am pulling for that. Uh, also announced Miami at Florida State, Saturday, September 16th, ABC, 8 o'clock. So that'll be the primetime game then. Mark Richt invades Tallahassee. Uh, the opening weekend announced... Uh, this is according to an ESPN press release. Uh, get your hot dogs and popcorn ready for the opener. Thursday, August 31st. If you just had to throw a team or two that typically plays in this game, just throw a team or two out there. Like that first game you're watching, that Thursday night football on ESPN. If you just had a guess, wait, give me give me a guess, random guess. You said South Carolina. Normally they, they're, mm-hmm. they're involved, but not this year. For some reason, Vanderbilt comes to yeah, mind. Vandy, that's a, that's a good one, yeah. I think South Carolina Vandy opened up a Thursday night a few years back. Yeah, there's um, um, maybe like a South Thursday Florida, night. somebody like that. Maybe like a Marshall. Marshall, maybe. Houston. Uh, Houston, yeah, like an American conference game. Ohio State at Indiana. Thursday night to open up the really? football season. Yeah. Ohio That's State, preseason number one in some way too early polls. In Bloomington. All right, the irony there is Kevin Wilson is the play caller now for the Buckeyes offense. Returning back to Indiana, where he helped at least resurrect that program back to mediocrity. <laughs> that's, funny. that's what he did. That's funny. No, that's what he did. Uh, Friday night, September 1st, 9 o'clock start, ESPN, Utah State at number 11, Wisconsin. Jump around in Camp Randall. Saturday, September 2nd, noon on ABC. Akron at number 5, Penn State. Kent State at number 7, Clemson on ESPN. At 3 o'clock, we mentioned Carolina and NC State live from Charlotte on ESPN. 3.30, ABC, 14th-ranked Michigan, number 21, Florida from Arlington. I keep forgetting about that game. That's a pretty good game. What? Say that game again? 3.30, opening weekend, that Saturday, Arlington, Texas, number 14, Michigan, number 21, Florida. I mean, it sounds like a citrus bowl. What I'm, what distracted me is, I did not realize there were some games on Saturday, August twenty sixth. Yeah, but that's just like this, like a game. It's overseas somewhere. What what is that game? No, well, actually, you Oregon State, Colorado State play that day. Oregon State, Colorado State at three o'clock. Is that game in the states? That is in the states. the The game in Australia is Stanford at Rice. And then, I mean, and then you have some, you know, like South Florida, San Jose State, uh, Stanford Rice, like I said, Hawaii, UMass, Portland State at BYU. There's there's five games on August the 26th. Had no idea. Okay, I, that works. I got no problem with that. Oregon State, Colorado State, kind of whet your appetite. That's not a bad. Mike Bobo, yeah. uh, Beavers. All right, let's yeah. do that. But Michigan, Florida. That sounds like a citrus bowl in September. It sure does. I'll take that in Arlington. Appalachian State at number 13, Georgia, also on ESPN that night. That game will kick off at 6.15. Think about this. On ESPN, E1, if you will, they're going to go from Clemson to South Carolina to Georgia. All three local teams will be on ESPN in order on that opening Saturday of college football. To me, that's interesting. Later that night, 8 o'clock, ABC, Florida State, Bama. Later that night on ESPN, BYU, LSU from Houston. 
Interesting. Uh, that's interesting. Um, yeah, very interesting. West Virginia, Virginia Tech, ABC. That one's on Sunday night at 7.30. Tennessee, Georgia Tech in Atlanta. Monday night, 8 o'clock. That game also on ESPN. Also announced Saturday night football week two, Oklahoma at Ohio State, ABC 7.30. And Saturday night football week three, as we mentioned earlier, Miami at Florida State also on ABC. Those games being announced uh, moments ago by our friends at ESPN and just kind of going through that little spreadsheet there makes you that much more desperate for the start of the upcoming season. Uh, Make no mistake about that. Well, we remind you, our third hour brought to you by our good friends at Custom Collision. Custom Collision of Anderson. The time is now for you to get that uh, body work done and completed on your car. We remind you, Custom Collision comes in on time and on budget with all of their computerized estimates. We remind you, the Google reviews right now on Custom Collision virtually across the board, five stars. How often do you see that in the automotive repair industry, in the bodywork industry? Uh, the answer is never. 4490 Liberty Highway in the Electric City. Go by and take your vehicle by the experts at Custom Collision of Anderson. You can call and schedule your appointment as well, 231-6900. As always, they repair your vehicle back to factory standards. Our good friends at Custom Collision of Anderson, we know because we speak from experience. Five stars across the board. Custom Collision of Anderson. Open today until 6, 231-6900. Make the appointment now. Five stars on Custom Collision of Anderson. The Google reviews, five stars at YP.com because they're the best in the business. Final segment of the show coming up. Back to wrap things up after this. Hit a home run with Founders Federal Credit Union. Now open in Tigertown. Founders Clemson location is located on Highway 93 next to Walmart Neighborhood Market. We also have four on-campus ATMs, three of which accept cash and check deposits. Visit RelaxJoinFounders.com to see if you qualify for membership. Relax. Go Tigers. Founders Federal Credit Union, located on Highway 93 in Clemson. Founders Federal Credit Union is federally insured by the NCUA. Finding great candidates to hire can be, well, like trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter is different. It doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them with its powerful technology. ZipRecruiter distributes your job everywhere it needs to be to find the right candidates. In fact, over 80% of jobs on ZipRecruiter get a qualified candidate in just one day. So, while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, only ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Used by businesses of all sizes, ZipRecruiter offers the most qualified job candidates with immediate results. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter free. That's right, free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash score. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash score. For your free trial, ZipRecruiter.com slash score. Jacob Thompson, a U.S. Marine who just returned from combat to a civilian world. The brotherhood was gone. Nobody cared whether or not I went to work or not. Nobody, nobody was worried about it. It was just, it was basically all on me. Upstate Warrior Solution provides a bridge to civilian life for warriors and their families. Help us to help them. Donate or volunteer at upstatewarriorsolution.org. 
Talking Security with Clemson baseball coach Monty Lee. For a coach, winning is job security. For you, security is Blue Ridge Security Solutions for your home and business. Your options are enormous. Video surveillance, all sorts of home automation and lighting features, even a feature that automatically arms the system where you forget to. And my favorite, the video doorbell. My family loves the high level of service we get from Blue Ridge Security Solutions. Yours will too. BlueRidgeSecuritySolutions.com. Serious security. Memorial Day sale at Simmons Mattress Outlet is starting a week early so you can enjoy your holiday and still save on a new mattress. Beginning Friday, May 19th through Memorial Day weekend, save up to 50% on select Beautyrest and Serta mattresses. Take an extra 10% off our lowest sale price on every in-stock mattress, even those not on sale. And at Simmons Mattress Outlet, the box spring is still free. May 19th through the 29th at Simmons Mattress Outlet in Seneca. Located in the old Walmart across from Chick-fil-A. Get to Kohl's Memorial Day weekend sale and take an extra $10 off when you spend $25 or more. Save on summer styles you'll love, like tees and tanks under $10, shorts and swimwear under $20, and for a limited time, get $5 Kohl's cash for every $25 you spend. Earn it on everything, spend it on anything. This Memorial Day weekend, only at Kohl's. Select styles. Offer valid May 25th through 29th. Some exclusions apply. See store or kohls.com for details. McNeely's Store and Rental is your Clemson Grand Rental Station. We are right here for you locally in Clemson on Tiger Boulevard. Don't let your summer list get you down. We have it all from renting scaffolding, stump grinders, pressure washers, mini excavators, skid steers, and so much more. Check out our full rental catalog at McNeelyStoreandRental.com or call today and make your reservation at 864-654-9187 right in Clemson on 980 Tiger Boulevard. Roy Philpott on WCCP. In fourth quarter's coming up from Death Valley. Second half is underway. Ten seconds, and it can't stop now. Nebraska's out of timeouts, and Clemson has indeed proved itself to be the number one team in all of college football. Here's the end of the game. Are we finished? Done. And now, back to Roy and Ben on WCCP 105.5 The Roar. It's almost not not fair. Maybe borderline unhealthy to give me the opening weekend of games, kickoff times, and networks on May 25th. Right? I, I don't know that you should be playing that game right now because for a second I'm like, okay, here we go. You know, we're a couple of weeks out. No, we we, we got a longer time to wait than that. Our countdown to kickoff clock has actually been adjusted now in studio. The one that I'm going to steal later on tonight Mm -hmm. when nobody's looking. Because the noon kick against Kent State on ESPN, confirmed moments ago, now bumps the number of days back a little bit Mm -hmm. uh, to 99 days and 21 hours. It was like 98 a little while ago. Yeah, we, we, uh, we did a little adjustment to it. I don't when, like it. When that clock says zero, it is kickoff. So with one day out, it's going to say zero days. When when we start this show, it will say zero days, 24 hours. Or 23 hours, 59 minutes. Wow. Yeah, that that I look forward to that. Mm-hmm. That's going to be fun. 
You sure I can't buy one of those somewhere? <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Did, I'm sure we, we posted this on social media yet so people can Kelly's see Kelly's doing it right now. Oh, I'll, very I'll good. just find you one. Of course I'm just going to go to the old Amazon. Yeah, go to Amazon. Tell me what you can dig up there because I, I, I would like they to They also have that. that. You can, you know what, Roy? Let's just make it easy on you. There's an app on your phone. No, that's not you the can, same. I want to hang this in every room in my house. That's what I want to do. What would it count down to? To the to, start of the season. To, okay. To the August 26th day, to the Thursday night game, all right, or the all right, all right. game. Yeah, that's actually a decent conversation. August 26th this season, with the games that you gave me, Oregon State, Colorado State, Stanford and Rice in Australia, and just some of those, like there's more bite to it than what we were talking about last year. Where, who was it? It was Hawaii and somebody in Australia playing. Do you remember who they, that game was? Um, Wasn't it Hawaii and somebody in Georgia Australia? Georgia Tech played overseas it last it B, year. That was against BC. That was the opening week, and they right. played that on the Saturday. I that don't was, remember who. Okay. So, this one has a little bit more bite. I'm going to count that opening weekend that you're discussing as week zero, where it's almost like the preseason. I, I don't care about any of those teams. I don't really care about any of them. So I'm going to watch. I'll be interested. I will celebrate it. But the real season starts according to this countdown. Right. So so the game that we gave you earlier, Ohio State at Indiana, that opening Thursday night on uh, ESPN, that, to me, that's when it kind of really begins. Right or wrong, that's when I'm looking at it. Not trying to do a shameless plug for the station here, but really, truly... The night, the, the moment that I say, it's here, for me, is our college football preview show. Yes. Every year. Yes. Biggest night in upstate radio every single year. And it's not to even me, close. To, yeah. <laughs> by a wide margin. <laughs> that is, uh, yeah, to me, that's it. And then the Tuesday... I remember last year walking, going over to Dabo's Tuesday press conference the week of the Auburn game going, man, we're here. Yeah, th- <laughs> here we go. <laughs> yeah. Whether you're ready or not, here we go. I found your countdown clock. I okay. found multiple. I mean, I got one as cheap as fifteen ninety nine. No, Roy. but I needed to have this kind of stuff on it where I got like a Clemson thing and a, and a football thing on it. it it's got to be sports-oriented. None of this generic crap that you just program it to whatever. I want it to look like that. Okay, well, what if I... Can I call Tom Bowman at Learfield and he'll send me one of these? No. Um, or, I, yeah, actually... <laughs> then, no, I definitely not. Uh, <laughs> I can find... How about I buy you one for fifteen ninety nine? Okay. I mount it on the back of a piece of cardboard. I'll put whatever you want to on it. And I'm going to charge you 110 bucks. Fair enough? That's fair. Okay. No. <laughs> I just want something to put up. I've already swiped right. I've already ordered it. <laughs> Is that all it takes on Amazon? Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. No, I don't think so. I, I don't think so. All right, real quickly here in our final segment, I'll ask you the following question. Boston-Cleveland tonight, game five, 8.30 tip. Does Boston have any chance at home to extend the series to a game six back at the queue later this weekend? Any chance whatsoever? Does that have any opportunity of that happening tonight? Minus Isaiah Thomas, minus or including the ending to the last game in which Boston blew the second half double-digit lead. Any chance at all Boston keeps it going tonight? No. And your sigh indicates no. the answer. That's all I need to know. No, no. way. 
No. If you had to guess a point spread tonight, minus Isaiah Thomas, Cleveland on the road, what do you think? I think it favors Boston <laughs> minus Isaiah Thomas in this particular series. I'm going to say Cleveland by nine. Cleveland by 10, over under a 215. I wouldn't touch it with a 10-foot pole. I wouldn't either. I like Cleveland to win by how many points, I have no idea. They've been rock solid. I'll tell you this. There is one of the stats that's out there. Cleveland in a closeout setting with LeBron recently has been basically automatic. The weirdness of the two games that occurred back in Believe Land for games three and four make me a little unsettled to try to tell you if they can figure this thing out to the tune of 10 plus points tonight. Uh, maybe lean towards Boston plus the 10, but Cleveland's going to find a way to win this game. And then it's game on. The only bad thing about tonight is if Cleveland does win and close out the Celtics, we don't get any more playoffs until next Thursday, June one. That'll be game one of the NBA finals. We got to wait a week. You and I are upset about that. Many of our listeners are celebrating. Well, I mean, just, you know, I it was disappointing that last night there was no playoff basketball. On. Normally in the conference mm-hmm. finals, you get one game in the Western Conference one night. Next game, the next night is in the East, and then you go back to the West. And so you've got like eight straight days of usually really good NBA basketball in the playoffs. And we haven't gotten anything like that this entire year. And we haven't gotten it, certainly, in the conference finals. So that's been disappointing. So I, I tend to agree. I, I think Cleveland finds a way uh, to survive and advance tonight. We've got to wait a week to get to uh, the NBA finals, which I, I still think are going to be pretty good. ACC tournament tomorrow. I also have no idea what to expect. The noon start means no Roy Philpott show tomorrow. I'm hopeful Clemson gets its act together. I'm not expecting it. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I, I toss the torch to you on that. What are, you, what are your thoughts there? I tend to agree with that. Um, you got to have low expectations going into that. Virginia has everything to play for. Clemson, nothing to play for in, that, in this particular tournament. Yeah, but they need to win, I think, to improve that hosting resume. Is that not something to play for here? I, I think it is, but then again, there was a lot to play for against Duke, and it didn't help. So I don't have very high expectations. And just just being honest with you, I don't know how much I really care right now. Really, just, put it out there. Just kind of tell me a little bit more. Just, well, just just kind of over it. <laughs> yeah, There's not a lot of love lost in this show today, especially here in this final segment. Final segment brought to you by My Garage by Essex. Go by and see our good friends over there at My Garage by Essex, five fifty one Old Greenville Highway. They specialize all sorts of auto- in uh, all sorts of automotive repairs and scheduled maintenance both on domestic and foreign makes and models. They also have a wide variety of tire brands to meet your car, truck, minivan, or SUV needs. Their mechanics, over 120 years of combined experience. Their laser alignment system, the best in the automotive industry in the country. They also specialize in computer diagnostics and engine repairs. A strong focus on preventive and scheduled maintenance. Check them out right there off of Old Greenville Highway, 551. Call them today. You can actually schedule your appointment online. That check engine light is on in your vehicle. You don't need to take it by the manufacturer there. Take it by My Garage by Essex. You're probably going to save some cash, and they're going to tell you what's going on with your car. You can schedule your appointment online at mygarage.us or give them a call today at 633-5800, 633-5800, My Garage by Essex. Don't go to Greenville. Don't go to Seneca. Don't go to Atlanta or Charlotte. 
right here in Clemson, the best in the business and in business now for almost 12 years. It's my garage up by Essex. I still think this, it, it, it's such a critical game tomorrow. You don't want to go over at the ACC tournament in Louisville. You don't want to do that because if that happens, the way the regular season ended with all those series losses and a couple of sweeps in the process, the committee's going to meet Sunday night after all these baseball tournaments finally in after all these washouts because of the bad weather here in the South. And they're going to say, well, this team looks good on paper. The overall resume isn't bad, but they're ice cold. We know they're not going to be a national seed at this juncture. We may not give them a hosting, a host site because of how ice cold they've been lately. I think if you beat Virginia, a team that you handled in the regular season in a three-game set, at least there's the potential for the committee to look at you a little bit differently. Well, they've won two out of three. They beat NC State in the series finale. They lost against Duke. It stunk. But then they bounced back to beat Virginia. I, I think that's important on the overall body of work to be able to host this year. If they lose, I don't think they host, Ben. I tend to thank you. I tend to agree with that. And you you sure liked your last memory of your team going in before the committee votes to be that of a victory. So from that standpoint, I agree, but I just, I don't know how much it, I don't know how much it really matters though. And there's always a possibility that you win, you you, you win tomorrow and still don't host. I mean, I think that's, that's certainly on the table. Um, are you thinking, I mean, in your mind, you win tomorrow, you're hosting a, a regional. It's not cut and dry, but yes. I mean, I, I think at that point in time, you end the season winning two out of three. And at least if you're a member of the committee, you can stomach it. Okay, yeah, they they, they they got off to the good start. They cooled off at the end. But they did beat Virginia, and they did beat NC State, who was red hot to close the year. At least that's something. I mean, otherwise, you've got one win against NC State and a bunch of losses surrounding it. It just doesn't look very good. So it, in a weird way, even though this game doesn't mean anything from the tournament perspective, it means a ton for the overall resume. And I think in the mind of the committee, whether or not you're going to be able to host. So, uh, you know, we're not on the air tomorrow as a result of that game, but uh, there's going to be a lot to play for in, in the minds of this baseball program uh, tomorrow up there at Jim Patterson Stadium, which, by the way, is where they're playing that one because of all the washouts we've seen up at Louisville so far this year in the tournament. Yeah. Hey, can I mention one thing before we go out, before we end the show? Uh, a congratulations to uh, Dan Radikovich, Athletic Director at Clemson, as most people know. Uh, 2017 Athletic Director of the Year by Sports Business Awards. Uh, was awarded that on Wednesday night. And uh, he is the third Athletic Director from the ACC to be honored since the award's inception in 2008. Big deal. So, yeah, nice to see uh, D-Rad getting national recognition and certainly what he's done in his time here with facilities and uh, and now you know football championships and most all sports are headed in the right direction. So uh, much deserved honor. Just wanted to con- say congratulations to him and to that athletic program overall. It's a very big deal. A reminder, we're off tomorrow because of Clemson baseball. Memorial Day on Monday. You people be safe out there. If you're driving this week, or this weekend, give yourself some extra time. You know the traffic increases headed down towards the coast. And also remember the reason uh, that we honor uh, all of our fallen veterans uh, during Memorial Day as 